I'm Sarah Myerskoff, and this is the Insurance Brokers Podcast, where we're talking to the personalities and the businesses that sit behind our industry. If you like what you hear, please hit subscribe on your chosen podcast streaming platform. Good afternoon, Adrian. I had to check there. I was like, are we morning? Are we afternoon? Um, thank you for joining me on uh, the Insurance Brokers Podcast. It's great to have you back on. And it's great to be back on, Sarah. Yep, we just snuck into the afternoon, so you're absolutely right. Fabulous. So morning probably would have been okay. Occasionally we do a podcast to talk about the latest results from some of the ecclesiastical research that you guys do. Yeah. So today is is one of those podcasts, and I think it's a really interesting topic. So you guys have just done a big piece of research around net zero. So do you want to introduce, I mean... Adrian Saunders, Commercial Director, Ecclesiastical. But do you want to introduce uh, sort of yourself and the point behind this research? And then we can have a chat about what it what it shows. Yeah, of course. I think you just introduced me. So that's great. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> but listen, I, look, I'm responsible for our um, UK broker business. And what we're going to talk about is, is brokers' attitude to net zero. And this is actually the second year that we've run this survey. It's it's carried out by FWD. So it's, it's independent. Um, it's over 250 brokers across the UK have participated. And we're benchmarking now against what we saw last year. So, you know, it, in other areas, particularly around mental health and mental well-being we're, we're kind of got the same rhythm uh, although we're much more mature there we're in kind of years four year five of that approach but for net zero this is year two and it's really about how we can check in and on on how climate awareness is is being is, is building out really about amongst brokers which is really really fascinating particularly because it's such a huge topic and has been such a huge topic for so long. And I think COVID, like everything, impacted that because there was a lot of information out there about the difference in the climate that happened when everybody was staying at home. Uh, so I'm interested to see what sort of questions you were asking and what the results were in comparison to, to last year. Do you want to talk us through the key findings? Yeah, so I think the thing I'll put call out at the front is that this isn't easy, right? Net zero, you know, it's not, we can't just flip a switch and and off you go. And and our survey is asking a lot about what are you doing? How aware are you? What targets are you setting? Um, so if we talk about some of that, I mean, I, I think I think on the real positive side, there's over 40% more awareness that net zero is a good thing. So amongst the the 250 brokers, 40% uh, more awareness this year that, that, that net zero is good. There's some slight increases in brokers setting targets, but, you know, they're, they're kind of in the margins a little bit. I mean, if you look at, you know, national brokers, and we probably wouldn't necessarily expect anything different, but national brokers, they've got 39%. 39% of national brokers have got targets to achieve net zero. I think the, the part of the broking market that looks and will come on perhaps to some of the reasons why looks to be really lagging are in that sort of regional and provincial brokers. So only 10 percent of regional brokers have got uh, have got targets. Only four percent of provincial brokers. This is tiny. It's tiny numbers that have actually got targets. But but I guess flip it and say, well, well why? And, and it's what I said at the beginning. It's not easy. And there's a there's the majority of brokers over. Over half brokers cite that the, the 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 reason is lack of understanding, but predominantly lack of access to resources. Uh, so 
I think I think that that resource bit, how do you how do you get started is quite important. And I think it's one of the barriers that, that, that are facing brokers. I think what I, re- I think what our research shows is that national brokers, therefore bigger brokers with access to more resources, have got targets, have got a greater level of awareness. Smaller businesses, as you come down the scale of size of broking businesses, there is less and less awareness and target setting. And maybe there is an element of we're too small for, for, for this to be important. We're too small to make a contribution. And I think what I would say to that is nobody is too small. If you just think about your own actions as an individual, if we worked on the basis of my business is too small, then certainly I as an individual, I'm going to make no impact whatsoever. But it's the aggregate, isn't it? It's the aggregate effect of every little thing that every one of us does and every business does. And I think that's that's what makes a difference. And I, I think if, if there's something in our research, it's interesting, it's interesting to know what brokers are doing around setting targets. That's interesting. And it's a it's a it's a little bit of an indication of, of engagement, I think. A real concern is the number of um, the number of businesses and this is contained to regional and provincial brokers it this doesn't apply to nationals because this isn't what they reported in the research but amongst regional and provincial brokers it's the number that have got no interest you know they've they've said they've just got no interest and that's gone up six percent so and why do you think that is like what is it about i think it's because it's difficult I think it's because it's like we haven't got resources. Maybe it's the point you've pointed to. We're too small, and therefore we can't make it. We 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 can't make a difference. I I, I think it's all. I think it's all of that. When you... when the reality is, we can all do something. And maybe it's not about setting targets. Maybe like ooh, setting targets. That sounds difficult. Maybe we can't do that because we don't know where to start. What would the targets be? And I I think it's more important to to recognise that we need to have a shared responsibility across business, across society, we need to have a shared responsibility and recognise and accept that responsibility and do something. Surely we're all better for doing something than saying, a bit difficult, can't do anything. Is there an element of, and I'm playing devil's advocate slightly, and I'm also going to relate it to a personal moment this morning, So this morning, I had 2,300 things that all needed to happen at the same time. And I'm yelling at kids to get out. We're going to miss the bus, put your shoes on, trying to do the dishwasher, blah, 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 blah. And I needed to hang the washing out. And I made a decision. I'm using the tumble dryer because it's easier in this moment. So you relate that back to a smaller broker. Yep. Um, and as a small business owner, I know you have 2,300 things to do at any given moment. And some are will um, reflect your ability to continue your trade, i.e. FCA requirements and all of that information, your client servicing, making sure your HR is up to date, making sure you've got all the mental health stuff for your employees. La, 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 la. Is there a point at which this just drops off as like too many balls? Bam. I'm sure there is. And I'm sure... I'm sure because it might feel difficult, it's something, and it might feel discretional, it's something that does drop off. And I and I guess, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, look, look, this, you know, we, we're a, probably we'd class ourselves as a medium-sized business. Do we find this stuff easy? No, 
No, we don't. Have we got a dedicated resource? Yeah, we do. So even if I talk to the people in this business at Ecclesiastical who are responsible for this stuff, they would say, yeah, it's not easy. None of it, none of it is easy. And we're not always in control of it. So, you know, what do I mean by that? Okay, one, one way in which we'll respond to net zero is we'll do something about our use of heating. Oh, actually, we can't do that, can we? Because we are tenants and we've got no control over the heating and what 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 heating methods or age or anything else. Hmm, okay, so we're a bit stuck, aren't we? So, well, then we've got to think about something else. And and then it's like, what's well, getting difficult now, isn't it? What 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 else could it be? Oh, all right, it could be it could be it could be cars, couldn't it? Uh, yeah, well, actually, there's not very many of us. We don't really have many cars. So, so it goes on and on. I, I, I think what I would say to it is, would say to that though, is in in everything you think of, you can probably find something. You can probably find something to do. You can probably find something that is conscious. It's a conscious decision to say, actually, where we used to always travel to meetings, we will consciously say we're going to have a hybrid. Now, that isn't anything to do with new ways of working, could be, but it could also be, actually, that's a really good thing to do. Because if we do it, if we do it that way, that's us being conscious about our, our carbon footprint. So I think there are practical things. There are, you know, there's obvious things that people report in the survey that they are doing. Paper going paper free. There is a little bit about travel for sure. Um, there is definitely a piece about, about energy consumption. I guess you probably have to balance energy consumption with cost of energy. So is that is energy consumption cropping up here is but is the driver something else? So I think there's I think there's things that that everybody everybody can do. But I think the first thing I think the first thing we all need to do is create the right environment, create the right environment within our businesses so that there is an understanding. There's at least a base level of understanding. And, and there's a there's a narrative about what you're trying to do. Then understand what your impact is as a business, as individuals. What is my impact, and what what is the opportunity? Because that opportunity is going to be different. You know, the, the different your, the, the opportunity you've got will be materially different to the opportunity we've got as a business. The opportunity that you know a, a business five ten times our size will be materially different again. So so I think you know understand understand what your impact and understand what the opportunity is. And then I think brokers have got a huge role to play. You know, brokers are skilled and trusted advisors. That's that's what brokers do for their living. You know, they face off to clients. They've got the trust of clients. They understand what clients' needs are and they understand what their challenges are. So by modelling some of this behaviour, I think brokers have got a really, really key role to play in business at large. You've you've said when we were previously talking, some of the stats are around there's a number of brokers that are actually offering products and services that support carbon reduction, presumably to their clients, um, and encouraging it, as you say, through their uh, trusted advisor approach. Tell me a bit about that. What sort of things are they offering? How many are and how do we increase that initiative? I think it in reality, what comes through is it's quite limited and whilst there are products whilst there are products and services the services fall into and again it probably points back to national brokers it does fall into brokers providing more advice more kind of risk management based enterprise risk um, advice to to customers but it 
it is still, I think it is still quite limited. That's a small part of our survey. Our survey is, is very much about brokers' attitude. And, and I think the, the, the piece that leads on from that for me, which, which is probably the bit that concerns me most, if I'm honest, is that only 12% only of all respondents to the survey think that it's important to their clients that, that they have got a carbon net zero mindset. Only 12%. I would really challenge that because I think increasingly all businesses are interested in who they are trading with, who they are engaging to do things, whether it's through purchase of product, whether it's through services. And I think I think businesses with a procurement arm are, are definitely interested in the in the ESG credentials of their suppliers and, and their advisors. So I think I was that was probably the one thing. I understand the challenges around targets. I understand the challenges around where do we start and we haven't got the resource. I think the bit that surprises me is that such a low percentage of brokers think it's important to their clients, which is contradicted by nearly three quarters of, of brokers saying they think this is an important topic. So they think it's important, but actually, do you know what? I don't think our clients think it's important. I'd, I'd be really interested for this survey to be wider and to be businesses in general, because I I would estimate or guess or, or, or think that what you would find is the bigger companies have a dedicated resource they're, they're more interested they're more interested because they of all the reasons we've just discussed and the smaller companies have a very similar mindset to brokers and when you look at the breakdown of the UK business structure 99.9% are VSMEs or SMEs yeah. and it's so I'd be really really interested if how many the percentage of VSME VSMEs in the UK how many of them think it's important and how many think um, they would choose a supplier based on the fact, particularly when you look at the entrepreneurial mindset, the younger generations coming up that are much more on it. I mean, they've been, you know, from from very, I'd be really interested to see if that was reflected in, in, in what you've got from your research. I think, I, I, you know, I think that's a great question. And it's a great, you know, what would that look like? Is the insurance broking sector lagging? I suggest it's not leading, um, but is it lagging or is it just mirroring what, what we might see across other sectors? It feels really low. It, it gets, I can't get away from the fact that for me, only 12% of, of brokers that responded said that they think that their clients are more likely to do business because they're, because they're committed to net zero. Seems really, really low. Just and, remind and, me what last year said. Is it that an increase or a decrease? Sorry, you might say uh, that. No, so it's 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 about the same as it was last year. It's not really changed, which is the other thing, right? I think as the wider ESG agenda gets more publicity, people get more either engaged or certainly more awareness about it. That's one I was expecting this year to bounce, and it hasn't. And uh, that's that you know that 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 really does that really does surprise me. I do wonder if part of it does go back to that piece around. We lack resources, we lack understanding, and needing more support with that. So if brokers are interested, they go on the Ecclesiastical uh, website, click on the broker tab, 
clip on, click on the hub tab within that that will take them straight to a couple of webinars we've 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 had we've done two webinars recently with a with an expert third party um one of them you'll see on there is is practical actions towards net zero it's like the yeah it's just how do we get started what does it mean uh, and then the other one is become carburet literate to become net zero which is kind of what do we do next so mm -hmm. You know, there's a couple of couple of really good webinars, short webinars, but but very information based. Anybody? Are you happy that I put the links to those in the show yeah, notes please. for this episode? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that that's you know that's the that's the kind of stuff that brokers are saying in the survey. That's what we need. We need more help. You know, we just we need access to more resources. Uh, yeah, I think that's so. fabulous. So where do we go from where we are now? Obviously, we'll put the links in. We need to get the word out. We need to be speaking more about this, but we need to be providing resources as an industry on a, a I suppose, a more accessible, more uh, publicised way. I think insurers like ourselves have got a role to play and a responsibility. I think we have a responsibility to, to support the brokers in general and especially i think what the surveys the survey results are saying it's not you know it's not every it's not every broker there'll be lots of brokers that will be quite self-sufficient they'll be on this i to be ahead of ahead of where, where where we are but there's a whole raft of brokers it's evident from this year's survey that do need more support so i think i think as an industry i think we can help provide some of that support i think look this is all about risk ultimately isn't it and and we're seeing the impact of um, climate actually in what we do as a core job so we're seeing more you know weather we're seeing more weather related events you know it's um you know it's a topic of conversation looking at you know what what are what's our weather loss ratio look like you know is it is it is it performing better or worse have we had any more named storms you know all of that stuff and that's all links back to this so it's the you know it's the it's what we're in managing risk and and what we're what we're talking about here is is the stuff that creates and contributes to some of that risk. So if as an industry, we can start doing positive things that impact that in a positive way, it's got to be responsible, isn't it? It's got to be what we should be doing. Oh, I absolutely agree. I think it's um, I think it's really interesting to see the results from this because I like you, I'm surprised that, that, yeah. that they are quite low. Um, yeah. I I guess, Sarah, my hope was, what was I hoping to see? I was hoping to see, we created a benchmark last year and um, with everything that seems to be, the, the increase in awareness, I'd probably hope to see quite a bounce. And if we talked about those results, it would have been, you know, wow, look at what is really happening. Uh, and I think what we've got is more, say, apathy. Is there, is there, is there some apathy? I think your point spot on. I think it, you know it's about being resource constrained across you know an a, a, an ever growing set of demands on businesses. I think that that that's part part of it as well. But we just haven't seen that bounce in any of any of the results this year, and and some of the things we've talked about just just strike me as being a bit disappointing, really. Mm. I'd um, I'd be really interested to see where we are this time next year we should definitely do this again when your next net zero results come out because it might be a slow start but you'd think the curve is coming there's enough out there for people to go oh but but I suppose I'm guilty of it like I haven't really considered net zero for Boston Tullis in any way shape or form 
In fact, what I'd really like to do, and I'm working on at the moment, is expanding our operation globally, which involves a lot more flights and travel and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, where do I go with that? <laughs> yeah, well, I, and you know, well, maybe 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 the place to go with that is go to those resources that we've got. You know, what are those? Yeah. What is it, practical actions towards net zero have a look at that you know because i think that might you know there might just be that well oh actually there's some stuff we could do but yeah. you know if, if there'll, there'll be things that you've got to do as a business you know there'll be travel that you've got that's right for you to do it's not it's not like oh we've got to stop everything we've got to you know we've got to become hermits in a cave and 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 never go out to see our customers it's not that it's just just be thoughtful isn't it it's be thoughtful mm. i think back to those things i said earlier it's about creating that environment understanding what your impact is equally understanding the opportunity um and doing something doing something you know some of our questions are in the survey are very hardwired to have you or have you not set a target yes or no they're black and white answers and and i would i would say i think some of this isn't necessarily a, the start point isn't necessarily about setting targets the start point is doing something Absolutely. And I think you just summed it up brilliantly there in terms of how you can approach this if it's not something you have, how you can approach it. And I will definitely put those links in because I think um, maybe together we can do a few of these kind of things and, and, and just, you know, our contribution, Boston Tullis's contribution to this can be more about getting the, the message out where we can. So 100% on, on, on board with this. I'm, I'm really grateful um, that you've come to share this data with us. Is there anything about it? Have you got one prediction that you can leave us with about where you want to be next year, where you hope as an industry we are next year? Yeah, it'd be great, wouldn't it? It'd be great to see uh, the, the bounce in some of those things. I'd love to see the brokers really do think that their clients think it's important because I, I think more of their clients think it's important than their reporting in this survey. So I think that would be great. That, that would certainly be great, great to see. It would be good to see brokers actually saying, no, we've got more resources. We are getting those resources through. So I think I think that and then in turn, that should lead into might be over time, but that should lead into a greater number of businesses. And I'm I'm thinking more at that region and provincial part of the market, a greater number actually saying, yeah, you know what, we're, we're at a stage now where we can set targets and we can do something that's uh, demonstrative and, and measurable. So, yeah, those those have been my three. My three net zero wishes for 2024. Well, I think when we do this podcast in 2024, I'm going to take that snippet out and put it at the beginning of wow. podcast. And our conversation will be, did they come true? Where are did we they? at? So I think yeah. that'd be fabulous. Um, Adrian, once again, very much enjoyed our chat. Thank you very much for coming on. I think this is a really interesting topic. Sarah, thank you. It's great. Love it as always. Thanks for listening to the Insurance Brokers Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. And don't forget to subscribe on your chosen podcast streaming platform and check us out on YouTube.